You are listening to a Victory Alabang podcast. As we enter a new year, let us prepare our hearts and spirits to start and finish strong in 2014. Be inspired and encouraged in this message by Pastor Sunny Waman. Uh, we have set this week for you and me to seek God, study, and, and learn from what the Bible has uh, uh, taught us, and then also learn from what had happened in the past. Ano po yung nangyari nung lumang tipan, lalo na sa bayan ng Israel? At uh, makikita natin, hopefully, maunawaan natin na maging ang pagbabago, whether individual or as a nation, yun know, transformation, na sinasabi, ito po ay nangyayari lamang kung mayroong isang tunay na pagbabalik loob sa Diyos. If there's a genuine uh, return and, and repentance before God, humbling before God, then transformation can take place. In fact, my major prayer sa life ko, ngayon, no, not, not, I, I don't want to sound religious, pero my major prayer really for this year para sa buhay ko is for me to be changed, to be transformed. You know, um, naniniwala akong, uh, kasi alam ko kayo, hindi nyo na kailangan magbago. Pero ako, <laughs> kailangan ko pa magbago. Eh, you know? may, meron pa akong mga, uh, may mga masasamang ugali pa ako. Eh, you know? Gwapo lang ako, pero may masasamang ugali. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, y- yun po ang ating, yun ang ating uh, pag-uusapan. And uh, tapos na pong mag-celebrate ang ating, uh, ang ating bayan sa mga, sa mga, sa Kapaskuhan at bagong taon. Probably, ang iba sa atin muling nanumbalik sa ating isipan. You know, we're back to reality. Yun ang nagsimula ang opisina. Eto na, ayan na. <laughs> back to reality. And maybe to some, muli nating naalala or tayo ay napapaalalahanan ng mga, uh, mga bagay na nangyari. Itong mga nakaraang linggo, nakaraang buwan. Maraming mismong na nakaraang taon na nagbibigay sa atin ng muling alalahanin papano na ngayong 2014. Maraming mga tao nag-aalala ano ang mangyayari ngayong 2014. At muli, naniniwala kami na ang taong 2014 ay hindi para sa mga kabayo. Kaya kung kayo man ay karirista, <laughs> hindi ho ito para sa mga kabayo, kundi ito ho ay para sa Panginoon. You know, kanyang pinuputungan. The Bible says, you know, mismo ang Diyos nagsabi, He has crowned this year with His goodness and with His bounty. So, yun ang ating inaasahan ngayon. Alright? And so, uh, ngayon, ang, ang magandang pag-usapan naman natin is that as we face uh, 2014 with expectancy, or yung iba with fear, tanggalin naman natin yung fear, uh, yung mga nangyari in the past, mga man-made at natural disasters, eh, May mga mensahe na naniniwala kami na dapat nating maunawaan bilang Kristiyano. Um, sa bawat bagay, alam nyo, isa, isang lagi namin sinasabi na ang kasalanan ho ay mahirap maliitin. Ang kasalanan ay mahirap laruin. Dahil pagka nilaro natin ang kasalanan, paglalaroan din tayo ng demonyo. Okay? At uh, tayo bilang mga Kristiyano, dumarating tayo sa punto na misan po, lalo na kung itinuturin lang nating maliit, ang kasalanan, nababaliwala natin. Tama ho ba? Minsan, masyado lang tayong particular sa malalaking kasalanan. Halimbawa, immoralidad, o halimbawa, pumatay, o, you know, alam nyo yun, sa- sanay tayo maglagay ng kategorya sa kasalanan. Na- naintindihan nyo po ba? And madalas, pagka ang kategorya natin sa isang kasalanan ay maliit lamang, oftentimes, ito po ay nasa sa isang tabi natin, parang nababaliwala natin. Ang hindi natin naunawaan pag gano'n nangyari, ang tawag po doon ay heaping sin upon sin. Nagpapatong ang kasalanan sa isa pang kasalanan, sa isa pang kasalanan, hanggang hindi natin napupuna, marami na pala kung ito'y iipunin. At gaya ng nabanggit natin mong nakaraang taon na 
Sabi nga ng ating dakilang idolo, pagpuno ng salop, dapat ng kayasin. At yun po ang nangyayari sa buhay ng tao o maging sa buhay ng isang bansa. Kapag dumarating po ang mga bagay-bagay na hindi maganda, ang isa pong major na dahilan dito, ang bunga, ito ay bunga ng mga kasalanang nagpapatong-patong na na nababaliwala. And again, ito'y whether sa atin, individual, o family, society, city, nation, and the rest of the world. Ganun po ang pananaw ng Diyos when it comes to sin. Kaya nga, yun, mahalagang uh, maintindihan natin na wag natin laruin at wag natin malitin ang kasalanan. Kaya ngayon po, ang aming, uh, ang aming hangarin ay makita natin, matuto tayo, sa nangyari po doon sa bayan ng, ng Israel, ng Lumang Tipan, uh, nung sila po ay binisita ng sandamakmak na kalamidad, uh, sandamakmak na, na mga problema, ano ba ang dapat gawin ng mga tao ng Diyos? What should the people of God do in the midst of this? Should we just be passive and just wait kung ano mangyayari? And again, marami nagsasabi na ang Pilipino daw po ay resilient. Ibig sabihin ng resilient, matatag, you know, may problema na, nakangiti pa, you know, nakakapag-selfie-selfie pa. Ano ba? Marami nagpakuha ng, ng litrato doon sa tabi ng barko sa Tacloban. Selfie-selfie. <laughs> Nature natin, we are wired that way tayo mga Pilipino. Kakaiba tayo mga Pilipino. Pero sa kabila nun, siguro more than just being resilient, dapat meron muna tayong ginagawa. Kasi haven't you noticed, paulit-ulit na lang eh. Ang mga bagay-bagay. Tama ho ba? Ang mas maganda siguro, matutunan natin kung ano yung nangyari noon at gumawa tayo ng hakbang para hindi na muling mangyari. Yun ang maganda. And with that, yung ating resiliency ay mas magiging meaningful. Kasi hindi lang tayo naging matatag sa gitna, kundi tayo nag-isip at gumawa ng mga bagay-bag kung paano na natin maiwasang muling mangyari ang hindi dapat mangyari. So nais ko po kayong tumayong lahat at babasa po tayo ng isang talata lamang at pagtas po neto, ay pag-uusapan natin ang dalawang kabanata sa aklat ni Joel. Kilala niyo ba si Joel? Alright. Basahin po natin. Joel chapter 1 verse 14. Sabi po rito, Declare if holy fast, call a sacred assembly, summon the leaders and all who live in the land to the house of the Lord your God and cry out to the Lord. Tayo po yung manalangin, Panginoon. Nagpapasalamat po kami na maaari kaming tumawag sa inyo kailanman. Maari po kaming magsumamo, maari po kaming mamanhikan sa inyo, maganda man o hindi ang mga, ang mga nangyayari sa aming kalagitnaan. Dalangin ko po banal na spirito na muli mong buksan ang aming mga puso at isipan at uh, ikaw po'y mangusap at humipo sa bawat puso. Dalangin ko rin po, Panginoon, na sa umagang ito na ang aming mga pananaw ay magbago, lalo na po patungkol sa mga bagay-bagay na nangyayari sa aming paligid. Ito ang aming samot dalangin sa pangalan ni Yesus. Amen. Mari na po tayo maupo. Praise God. Now, um, uh, ito pong aklat ni Joel, actually si Joel po ay isa sa mga paborito kong uh, propeta sa lumang tipan. Maikli lamang po ang kanyang aklat, pero uh, napakayaman ng mga nilalaman ng kanyang aklat, lalo na po yung kanyang mga inihula o yung prophecy na nagmumula sa Panginoon. Ito rin pong si Joel, actually, kung, kung uh, titignan po natin, ay... Uh, uh, nung kanyang uh, inihula ito, uh, actually, meron pong nangyaring hindi maganda sa kanilang bayan. Sabi ko nga kanina, nagkaroon ng sunod-sunod na kalamidad at uh, 
kinausap ng Diyos sa pamagitan ni Joel ang bayan, ang buong bayan o ang mga tao doon sa Judah. Now, in, dapat din po natin isalang-alang na nung mga panahon ito, ang Israel po ay nahati na sa dalawa. Could you imagine isang bansa nahati sa dalawa? Yung tinawag nilang Judah at yung tinatawag nila mismong Israel. Pero isang bayan lang sila. Yung alang dalawang hari. Parang ironic, ano? Uh, isang bayan na pinili ng Diyos and yet it was a divided land. And so God has His judgment come upon sa Israel o sa Judah. Well, pagka sinabi natin uh, Judah at Israel as a nation in the, you know, north and south, meron pong judgment na dumating sa nila dahil po sa kasalanan. Okay? Now, maging ang mga natural na kalamidad, ito po'y bahagi din ng judgment. Pinapahintulutan ng Diyos ang mga bagay nito na mangyari. Bakit? Dahil nga po sa mga patong-patong na kasalanan na nangyayari doon sa lugar na yun o sa buhay ng mga tao. And so, nung nangyari po ito, so Joel started to prophesy to them and uh, dahil po doon, they, they urge or si Joel, they, he urged the people to go back to God na magbalik loob sa Diyos. You know? At nung uh, inutusan ni, ni Joel na magbalik loob ang, ang uh, mga tao sa Diyos, inihayag niya na yung nangyaring kalamidad at that very moment. In, in fact, uh, sila po ay... Uh, uh, ano nga ba sa Tagalog yung swarm? Kagabi ko pa iniisip yun eh. Swarm. Hindi yung past tense ng swim, ha? Kuyog. Kinuyog. Okay. Kinuyog ho sila ng, ng balang. Alam yung balang? Locust. Okay? Mamaya, makikita natin yun. So, yun po, oh, nung kinuyog sila, actually, hindi na biro yung pagkakakuyog ng mga, ng mga balang na yun, pero ito po ay inisya lang. In short, patikim pa lang. Meron pang mas matinding judgment na binanggit si Joel na kinatagan niyang the day of the Lord, ang araw ng Panginoon. So, yun yung istorya na ito. So, tignan po natin. Pero bago, bago yan, maaaring yung iba sa inyo nag-iisip, pero pastor, um, nangyari niyan ng lumang tipan eh. Uh, ngayon ay nasa, nasa New Testament na tayo, we are under the grace of God, namatay na si Jesus sa krus ng Kalbaryo, and I don't think na, you know, ang Diyos po ay huhusgahan pa tayo. Now, how I wish nga, sana nga ganun nga po ang, ang mga nangyayari, no? how I wish, sana nga, si Lord, He would just, He would just, uh, set it aside and, and, you know, let the grace of God really abound so much na wala nang mangyayari. Pero hindi ho kailas sa inyo. Ngayon, New Testament, ang dami nating nakikitang kalamidad. Ang dami nating nakikitang problema. Ang dami nating nakikitang mga pagsubok at pressure na dumarating. So this is a reality. And ang sabi po ni Pablo in the book of Romans, chapter 15, sabi ang lahat ng bagay na isinulat nung unang panahon, ito ay para turuan tayo. Lahat ng bagay na isinulat, na nababasa natin sa kanyang salita, ang layunin ng Diyos, kahit na nangyari ito in the past, is turuan tayo. May kasabihan tayo, history repeats itself. Tama ho ba? At meron din akong isang paboritong matasas na let us learn from our mistakes. And much better, let's learn from the mistakes of others. Mas mainam na matuto na tayo sa pagkakamali ng iba para wag na nating magawa yung pagkakamali nila. Tama ba? Ako, ang dami ko kasi yung pagkakamali. Gusto ko matuto kayo sa pagkakamali ko para wag na mangyari sa ito. Alright? And so, yun po yung, yun, yun ang layunin kung bakit ang mga ito ay isinulat 
upang tayo ituruan. At sabi nyo sa manang huli, so that through endurance, yung kaninang sinasabi ni, ni Ricky, through endurance and the encouragement of the scripture, we might have hope. So we can learn from everything that took place, so different stories of Bible, lalo na in the Old Testament, so that we can have the right perspective. Okay? Now, so, um, let me just present to you um, tatlong bagay, tatlong aspeto dito sa story ng chapter 1 at chapter 2 ng Joel. And uh, this is a progressive thing. And tignan natin papaano ang ginawa ng Diyos at ano ang dapat nating maging papel. Una, ang problema. Ano ang problema ng panahon nila? Ang problema, nawasak ang bayan nila. Yun ang problema. Their nation was devastated. Kalamidad ang dumating sa kanila. At ang kalamidad na dumating sa kanila, hindi lang bumaha ng tubig. Bumahaho ng balang. Yun, yun, ang, yun ang mas matindi. Yun ang bumaha naman. Tingnan natin, Joel chapter 1. And the word of the Lord, sabi ganon, that came to Joel the son of Petuel. Now, kaunti lang, walang ibang bagay na binanggit tungkol kay Joel maliban sa siya ho ay anak na itong si Petuel. At ang sabi rin dito, dito, it was indicated na ang kanyang sinabi, ang kanyang inihayag, ay hindi galing sa kanya, kundi galing sa Panginoon. Alright? Hindi niya sinabi yon dahil gusto niya lang sumpain ang bayan ng Israel. Hindi. Hindi niya sinabi yon out of his uh, uh, pagkainis sa mga tagapanguna ng Israel o sa kasalanan ng bayan ng Israel, kaya niya binanggit ang, ang hulang ito. Hindi po. The word itself came from God. Mismong ang Diyos ang naghayag nito. At ang isa pa, mapupunan ninyo, in the Old Testament, pag naghayag ang mga propeta, iba't iba ang pinanggagalingan. Kunyari, si Hosea, nung siya ay naghayag ng, ng kanyang propesya, ito po ay nagmula sa kanyang karanasan sa pamilya niya. Okay. Pero ito si Joel, nung inihayag niya ang propesya ito, ito'y galing mula sa kalamidad ng bayan nila. Nakita niya ang nangyari, and he started to seek God. Why did these things happen sa bayan namin since we are your chosen nation? Pinili sila, pero nangyari ang mga bagay, ang, nangyari ang mga bagay nito. Yun nga, kinuyog sila ng balang, nagkaroon ng tagtuyot, and obviously, nagkaroon ng tagutong. Verse 2, natin. Hear this, you elders. Listen, all who live in the land. Has anything like this ever happened in your days? Or in the days of your forefathers? Tell it to your children, and let your children tell it to, tell it to their children, and their children to the next generation. So si Joel, sinimulan niya ang pahayag na ito, ang appeal na ito, saan? Kanino? Sa lahat ng nakatira doon sa lupain. Okay, imagine niya. Pero, nadiscovery ko na malimang grupo ng tao na specifically inaddress dito ni Joel. At sinimulan niya yung mga matatanda sa bayan, the elders. Now, the word elders actually, literally, ang ibig sabihin niyan, yung mga matatanda. But we also have to consider, in the Old Testament, pag sinabing elder ka, hindi ka lang basta matanda. Kundi, ibig sabihin nito, ikaw din ay isa sa mga tagapanguna sa bayan. There are civil leaders. Kaya in the Old Testament, you will read na kapag may mga nangyayari, the elders of the city would gather at the gate. Yun ang pinakaparang malakanyang nila. Okay? Yun ang parang uh, kanilang, uh, uh, ano ba ang tawag dito? Saan ba nagmi-meeting ang mga leaders? convention center, whatever. Nandun sila sa city gate to discuss matters. Now, kaya take note, he opened this with an appeal to all who live in the land headed by the elders. Okay? At uh, nung sinabi niya, ang tanong niya, actually the question that he asked is a rhetorical question. God was not expecting any answer. 
Why? Because alam ng Diyos ko anong sagot. Ano yung tanong niya? May nangyari na bang katulad nito nung panahon mo? O nung panahon ng mga ninuno mo? Sabi niya, wala. Ngayon sabi niya, ikwento mo to sa iyong anak at ang iyong anak, ikikwento to sa kanilang mga anak at ang kanilang mga anak ay ikikwento sa kanilang magiging anak. In short, what he was trying to tell is that, okay, kayong mga tagapanguna, sabi niya, unawain niyo, ang nangyayaring ito, kakaiba. Hindi ito ordinaryo. So, binibigyan niya rito ng, um, ng diin na it was really a judgment from God. Not just an ordinary calamity, but a judgment from God. And this judgment was not able to match anything or any situation in the past na nangyari or anumang sitwasyon na mangyayari pa in the future. Nakuha niyo po ba? Alright, yun yun. And then verse 14, ito na yung judgment na nangyari. Ito yung kuyog, sabi niya. What the locust swarm has left, the great locusts have eaten. And what the great locusts have left, the young locusts have eaten. And what the young locusts have left, other locusts have eaten. Mga locusts to. <laughs> Pinagpiestahan ng Judah. Na-imagine nyo ba? Unang kuyog ng mga balang, sinira ang lupain, well, mabait naman sila, nagtira para doon sa susunod na kukuyog. At nung nakain na, nung kinuyog na uli ng pangalawa, nagtira din naman kasi concerned sila sa susunod. E, imagine nyo, apat na iba't ibang kuyog ng balang ang dumating doon, ubos ang pananim. Now, tandaan natin, during that time, ang Israel at ang Judah, ang number one ilang uh, 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 product is agriculture. Lahat sila doon nakaasa. Okay? At dito pa lang, doon pa lang sa pagkaka... Na, naintindihan niyo mo pag sinabing kuyog? Ilan sa inyo nakaranas yan nung Pasko't Bagong Taon? Kinuyog kayo. <laughs> na sinabi niyo na, ba mga locust to ah? <laughs> hindi lang nanginain, nagtakihome pa. At hindi lang yun, siya lang kinumbida mo, niyaya pa yung barangay. <laughs> yan ang Pinoy. <laughs> But anyway, apat na iba't ibang termino na sinabit po ninyo. Locust swarm, great locust, young locust, other, hindi na mapangalanan, other na lang. <laughs> well, sabi na yung mga ibang Bible scholars, uh, it, it talks about the, the different stages ng locust from pupa hanggang sa adult stage. Pero marami rin pong mga Bible scholars na nagsasabing hindi. They are all synonymous. Bagamat iba-iba ang ginamit na salita rito, pero they are all synonymous. In fact, Ayon po sa pag-aaral, iba't ibang klase ang balang. Nung kami po ay nasa uh, Thailand, yung ating missionary doon, eh, sinama po ako doon sa, doon sa Bangkok. Tapos pinakain ako ng street food. Ito itong balang na naka, naka you know, deep fried. So, eh, nung tinitignan ko pa lang, kasi ako pagka mata ko eh, pagka nakita ko, at hindi ko na ako sunodahan, parang tipong ayoko na. But anyway, hinamon niya ako. Sabi niya, kung talagang kristyano ka, Ay, alam niyo yung mga nakakainis na hamon eh. No? Parang, parang tipong gusto mo na mag-backslide. Sabi niya, kainin mo to. So, I took the challenge. Kaya lang, hindi ko kayang kainin na nandun yung kanyang mga paa. Kasi feeling ko pag nililunok ko, yung tusok-tusok ng paa, kakapid dyan. Di ba, naranasan niyo na bang ma- kayo magapangan ng, ng yung uh, uh, tipaklong, tipaklong. Ay, nga, ipis, ipis. Hindi, Yung ipis, talagang daig nga ng sinong pogi, malayo pa lang, kinikilig ka na eh. 
Lalo pag kumapit sa'yo, ay, you know. And, haven't you noticed, pag kumapit yan, ayaw humali. <laughs> you know, nakakainis pa rin ganun. <laughs> Pero kapit na kapit sa balat mo, you know. But anyway, uh, to make the story short, well, pinutol ko lang naman yung, ano, yung, yung kanyang mga paa at kinain ko. Well, medyo maalat lang naman. Ganun lang ang lasa niya. Tapos pangalawa, niyaya niya ako, hinamon niya ako. May, meron siya uling isang kinain. Yun ang hindi ko na nakain. Yung magot. Alam niyo, magot. Pero ang cute, ah. Ang taba. Oo. Tapos yung kinagat niya, tapos yung juice lumaba. Ay! Sabi ko, yoko. <laughs> Lalo na tumulo na rito. Ay, sabi ko, ikaw na lang. <laughs> well, anyway, naalala ko lang naman. <laughs> Lalo naman kinalaman yung sa kwento ko. And according to the modern search, sabi nila, yung isang kuyob ng balang consists of 10 billion individual locusts. 10 billion. No wonder in the Bible, pag sinabing lumusob ang isang kuyob ng balang, nagdidilim ang paligid. So imagine niyo yun. Apat, <laughs> apat na grupo <laughs> ng sampung bilyong balang ang lumusob sa bayan ng Juda. At ang, you know, itong, itong swarm na ito can travel 3,000 miles in their lifetime. And this is the worst. Ito sabi nila, ang isang swarm, ang isang kuyog ng mga balang, ay kayang kumain ng pagkain na kinakain ng apat na pung libong tao sa loob ng isang taon. Ito yun eh. They can consume and destroy enough food for 40,000 people ang isang taon, but they can only consume it in one day. Now, imagine yung nangyari sa kanila. Um, I don't know, if, if you have seen that picture sa, sa Facebook, yung before and after ng Tacloban, there was a parang, uh, anong tawag doon? Um, it, it was a, a shot sa, sa uh, oo, satellite. Pinakita ano yung Tacloban before and after nangyari? Yung storm surge? Yung know, pagka, pagka slide mo yung cursor mo, nalilimas yung lahat. Parang ganun. Kung nakita yung parang ganun ang nangyari. So imagine niyo hindi biro. Ganun yung sitwasyon nila. Okay? So again, it's not, it's not an ordinary thing. They really understand that it came from God. It was a judgment from God. So he addressed the elders. The next person or group of people that he addressed are the drunkards. Yan sabi niya. Dumising kang lasinggero ka. Kaaga-aga nagmumumog ka ng gin. Amin niya. And weep. Tumangis ka. Wail, all you drinkers of wine. Wail because of the new wine for it has been snatched. What? From your lips. A nation has invaded my land. A mighty army without number. It has teeth of a lion and fangs of a lioness. It had laid waste my vines and ruined my fig trees. It has stripped off their backs and thrown it away, leaving their branches white. Now, again, he's talking about the locusts. Now, itong question mo, bakit hindi sila mapato eh? Nakamalas ang gero na, dapat ito unang kinain. <laughs> Di ba? I mean, makakita ka ng lasing gero kung saan ka man nakatira. May madaanan ka sa karsada. Ikaw ba? Ah, ano tingin mo sa kanila? Ikaw ba? Habag na habag. Uy, naku nga. Uy, lasing na lasing ka. Alika, alika, bibigyan kay tampulutan. Ah, you know? <laughs> Di ba normally, dideadmahin mo yan? Come on. 
So in short, ito nung nakita ko. Na maaring itong mga lasingerong ito, baliwala sa tao, pero mahalaga pa rin sila sa Diyos. Yun ang gusto ko sa Diyos. Ang Diyos ay hindi nagtatangi ng tao. Hindi niya porkit sinabi, eh, wala ka ng silbi, lagi kang lasing. O oh, sige, uh, gagawin na lang kita kutsurang tanim para ikaw ang gunang kainin. Hindi He even exhorted the drunkards to wail and weep before God. Why? Because the vineyard was destroyed. It can no longer produce any wine. So, God was concerned with the drunkards. Wala na kayong inumin. But more than that, He's concerned with their lives. Are you still here? Next, the next group of people, although it was not directly stated, but I just call them the worshippers because they were those who minister before the Lord. And it's the same thing. More like a virgin in sackcloth and so on. You know, basahin yun lang. Now, in the Old Testament, pag sinabing, you know, when they, when they uh, asked to repent, they were sackcloth. Hinubad nila, nagpapalit sila ng damit. Si David, ganun ang ginawa niya. Hinubad niya ang kanyang robe, nagpu- nag- nagsuod ng sackcloth. And they would throw ashes in the air. And they would pray and fast. Ganun ang ginagawa nila. So even these mga worshippers, they were asked to do the same thing. Why? Because, you know, they go to the temple empty-handed. Wala na silang madalang offering sa temple. Naintindihan niyo ba? So, ganun din. And God was also concerned with them. Another group of people, people are the farmers. Now, maybe we can say these farmers are business people, employees, workers. Okay? And the same thing. Ganun pa rin ang exhortation nila. The vine is dried up, the fig tree is withered, and so on and so forth. In short, the fruit of their labor was also destroyed. Yung mga pinagtrabawuhan nila, walang nangyari. Wasak ang lahat ng ito. There was no joy of harvest. Isa lang lumalabas sa, pe- sa-, sa bibig nila. Awan tikwarta. Awanin, manong. Yun ang, yun, yun ang scenario nila. And then, you know, and another group is this, the priests. The same exhortation. They were asked to really seek God, to humble themselves before the Lord. Because even to mga priests ito, offerings were withheld sa temple from the house of God. Could you imagine, even the house of God, wala nang blessing? Now, just imagine. Actually, yun nangyari sa atin na karantahon. Mapalad pa tayo. Kesa dito. Yun ang problema nila. Matindi. Mga kapatid, ito lang pamaniko. Sana nga, huwag na tayong mag-antay pa na may matinding problema bago tayo maksyon. Yun lang ang aking pamanik sa inyo. Ang aking pamanik sa inyo, maring, eh, ala, maring sinasabi natin, napakapalad natin, Dahil hindi tayo tinamaan dito sa Maynila. And I really thank God for that. But what if? Kung dito nangyari yan. Paano kaya tayo magre-respond? Marami sa atin ang umiyak na nakita natin sa video nangyari sa Tacloban. It's a serious problem. And so, ang aking sinasabi lang is this. Wag ko nating baliwalain to dahil hindi naman tayo ang tinamaan. Dahil may bahagi ho tayo kung bakit nangyari ito, tayong mga Kristiyano. Now, whether we admit it or not, we're all guilty. 
There are certain things that God expects you and me to do, and we have not done that. And now God is judging the Philippines as a nation. And many of you might not agree with me. Oh, I don't think God will judge me. God is a God of bless. Yeah, God is a God of love. He's a God of blessing, but He's also a God of justice. God loves us, the sinners, but He hates sin. And it is always sin. Laging ang kasalanan, ang sanhi, kung bakit nawawasak ang tao at ang bayan. And that's the problem. Kaya ang plea, ang pamanhik ng Diyos sa pamagitan ni Joel ay isang tawag para ihiwala ang sarili. A call for consecration. Kaya sabi niya, binasa natin, declare a holy fast. Call a sacred assembly. Summon the leaders and all who live in the land to the house of the Lord your God and cry out to the Lord. Um, and that's the reason why every year we set aside the first week of the year to humble ourselves and really seek God, to pray for our nation, to pray for the church, to pray for your individual breakthrough, and so on and so forth. Why? Because we wanted to make it as a habit, more than just a habit, but as a practice that at the start of every year, we're always there to seek God. Amen. And we really would like to encourage you. Join us. Pero pastor, fasting, medyo nag-struggle ako dyan. Lahat tayo nag-struggle dyan. Pero mas maganda mag-struggle tayo mag-fasting kaysa mag-struggle ka dahil sa problema. This is where the seriousness comes in. You see, the priests were not just told to mourn, but they were called to call a sacred assembly. Hindi lang yung mga religious people ang, ang nag-seek kay God at iniaasan lang natin sa intercessor. Okay, kayo nilang mag-pray to total mga intercessor. No, no, no. Everybody was called to do it. Now, alam niyo yung pag-aayuno, just counting ano lang, uh, insight sa pag-aayuno. Ang pag-aayuno po, even in the Old Testament, it is already a practice. And it is usually associated with repentance. Hindi yung sila nagpa-fasting kasi, you know, meron lang silang dahil gusto lang nilang magbawas ng timbang. Hindi yung sila nag-aayuno nun dahil meron, you know, al- alam niyo yung, yung, di ba, minsan ngayon may nababalita, ta- nababalitaan tayong first fasting na, how would you call that? Parang, hindi ako kakain, hanggang din yung ginagawa yan. Hindi ho, hindi ganun yun. Eh kung ako yun, hindi ako kakain, hanggang din, sabi, di, huwag kang kumain, sinong, <laughs> sinong pinagod mo? Na- naintindihan niyo po ba? Hindi tayo nag-aayuno para tumawag lang ng atensyon sa atin na mahawa sila sa atin. In fact, hindi rin tayo nag-aayuno para masagot ang panalangin. Let me correct on that. May mga panalangin kahit di ka mag-aayuno, sasagutin ka. Pero may mga panalangin na kinakailangan natin mag-aayuno. Marami akong mga panalangin, nag-aayuno ako, na hindi pa nasasagot. Gaya ng pagkakaroon ng anak na babae, hindi ako nasagot. Ang tagal ko nag-ayuno doon. Oh, but does it mean na uh, hindi ako love ni Lord? Of course not. He has a greater plan. Pero ang, ang gusto ko na ipunto is this. Let's just remove that wrong notion na kaya ka nag-ayuno para masagot ang panalangin mo. How many of you have written your, your fake goals in 2014? I challenge you. You write down your fake goals. Let's pray all together. Let us seek God. The reason why we fast is not for our prayers to be answered, but for us to be sensitive enough to hear from God. God, what do you want me to do para mangyari ito? Dahil nasanay din tayo, magpe-pray tayo, tapos abang lingkod. Lord, oh, nag-pray na ako ha. Oh, Lord, oh, nag-fast na ako ha. Parang ganito yung na-imagine ko eh. 
Parang sabi ng mga tao, kunyara ako si God. You know, parang pinipilipit yung kamay ni God. Oh Lord, nagfast ako ah. Sagutin mo ako, sabi ni Lord. Oh, oh, oh sige lang tamang, bitaw mo na yung kamay ko. Now listen, we cannot bribe God. Whether we fast or not, God is still God. Ang nakita ko doon sa exhortation kanina is this. You know, when God said, return to me, and I will return to you. Now, when God asks us to do something, listen, pag may hiningi, iniutos ang Diyos na gawin natin, hindi para sa Kanya, para sa atin. When God asks you and me to return to Him, it's not for Him. Because kahit wala tayo, Diyos pa rin siya. But the reason why He wanted us to return to Him is because we need Him. When God asked you and me to give, it's not for Him. It's for us. When God said, if you obey willingly, you will eat the best of the land. It's not for Him. It's for us. Kaya, yun ang aking pamanik sa inyo. Ako'y nagsusumamong sa inyo. Huwag tayo maging mapili sa susundin natin sa sinasabi ng Diyos. Hindi para sa Kanya. Para sa atin yun sa kapakinabangan natin. So, you know, it is a sign of humility. When you fast, you're humbling yourself before God. And and this is what I discovered. You know, during the time of Jesus, nung tinanong ng mga disciples ni, ni John, I mean, sorry, yung mga Pharisees, sabi niya, Jesus, but yung mga disciples ni John nagpa-fasting, pero yung mga disciples mo, hindi. Kasi I've heard some Christians, some Christians who say, well, we don't have to fast. We're under the grace, not under the law. Now, here it is. Kung ganun ang kaisipan mo, sabi ni Jesus, hanggat kasama nila yung bridegroom, hindi sila magpa-fast. And he's talking about himself. Pero sabi ni Jesus, pag wala na yung bridegroom, magpa-fast na yan. And literally, physically, Jesus is not with us. He's up there. In the spirit, yes, kasama natin. And haven't you noticed in Matthew 5, na nagturo si Jesus about fasting, he didn't use the word if. Hindi niya sinabing, if you fast. Sabi niya, when you fast. Ibig sabihin, fasting should be part of our lifestyle. More than the physical benefit, it's more of the spiritual benefit. Amen. You know, we all want, yeah, lahat tayo, we have our desires, we have our prayer requests. Pero oftentimes, what we miss is doing our part for that prayer to take place. I'm not saying you help God, pero kapatid, whether you like it or not, may bahagi tayo. At doon natin na miss Bakit? You know, nung isang araw may kausap ako, and, and you know, he was, he was telling me, sabi niya, um, he was so prayerful, uh, every day he would seek God, he would pray, he would read the Bible. So, you know, that, that typical thing. And then when he said, Kaya lang, Pastor, hindi ako nagta- ang, ang pinagtataka ko lang, ang dami ko nang ina-play ang trabaho. Hanggang ngayon, ilang, ilang buwan ang lumipas, hanggang ngayon, walang umu-oo. Doon sa ina-play ang ko. And that, that really struck me. And sa, uh, well, something is wrong. I don't, I, I, I don't believe that if we are praying, reading the Word, seeking God, Fellowshipping with God every day, tapos hindi sasagot si, si, si Lord. I, cannot compute. Cannot be, borrow one from two. No, 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 because God will never lie. 
That means if we're doing that and nothing happens, something is wrong. And obvious, let, let me just say, say this. Something is wrong, but not with God. It's always with us. And then I started to ask him, what was the last thing that God told you? And then, you know, and then he said something. And so I go, why don't you do that? I mean, yeah, I think, I think so, Pastor, because I'm trying, he's in denial stage. He doesn't want to give that up. And so I go, you cannot bribe God by reading every day, praying every day, just expect Him to answer all your prayers. Of course not. There is always a plea for you and me to humble ourselves before God and say, God, apart from you, I can do nothing. Amen. We will remove the practice na tumatawag lang tayo sa Diyos kasi may problema tayo. But we will start to live a life of seeking God. And we wanted to start right this year. Amen. And that was the, that was the plea. You know? And then, eto, eto maganda. Chapter 2. Sabi ni God, Even now, declares the Lord, return to me with all your heart. Don't return to me kasi may kailangan ka. But return to me with all your heart, with fasting and weeping and mourning. Rend your heart, not your garments. Return to the Lord your God. Why? For He is gracious and compassionate, slow to anger and abounding in love. And He relents from sending calamity. And then He said in the next verse, Who knows? When you see God, who knows? He may turn and have pity and live behind a blessing. Wow. Isn't that great? Ano sinasabi dito? That when we seek God with all our heart, sabi niya, who knows? Yeah? Calamity took place. Yes, bad things happened. But sabi niya, who knows? At the end, he may turn and have pity and live behind a blessing. Again, when God asks you and me to return to Him, it's not for His sake. It's for our sake. And I love that. I love that. Everything that God would ask us to do, it's always for us, not for Him. Amen. Now, let me just ask you. Ano ba yung ng demonyo sa inyo last year? Ano yung sinira ng demonyo sa inyo last year? Ano yung pinipilit pang sirain ng demonyo sa inyo? Hindi lang last year, last years. Why? Because once we see the problem and we respond to the plea, this is what I love most. The promise comes in. And what's the promise? Hope and restoration. This is what I really love about God. Because the God that we serve is a God of a second chance. We have failed God so many times. But every time we return to Him, He restores us. And I always say this, when God restores, it's always better than before. Amen. Let me prove that to you. In verse 18, when they do that, then, said, the Lord will be jealous for His land and take pity on His people. 19, the Lord will reply to them, I am sending, what? You grain. New wine and oil. I love this. Enough to satisfy you fully. 
You see, when God restores, He wants you satisfied. And not just satisfied, but satisfied fully. And again, never again will I make you an object of scorn to the nation. Wala nang manlalait sa'yo, Christian ka pa naman. Gutom ka. Christian ka pa naman. Pala yung utang mo. Hindi na. Ngayon, siya lalapit sa'yo para mangutang. At sasabihin mo, lalapit-lapit ka ngayon? Magkano kailangan mo? <laughs> Hindi kita pa utangin, sa'yo na yan. Why? Kasi blines ako ni Lord. Isn't that great? Now, you see, again, it's always for our benefit. When we humble ourselves before God, when we seek Him with all our heart, you know, promise niya. He will satisfy us fully. What else? Ito sabi 24. The threshing floors will be filled with green. The vats will overflow with new wine and oil. Ito na. I love this. Would you read 25 with me out loud? I will repay you for the years the locusts have eaten. The great locusts and the young locusts and the other locusts and the locusts swarm. My great army that I sent among you. What's the promise of God? I will repay you for whatever the locusts have eaten. Hindi po mga bagsak sa puso. Hari nawa. Ay, naku, magdilang angel ka sana, pastor. So be it, according to your faith. I believe whatever the devil has stolen in the past years, God will just restore it. He will restore it. That's why 2014, me and my family, I believe that God is able to give you much more than what was lost. But if we humble ourselves before Him, seek Him. What else? You will have, I love this. You will have plenty to eat until you are full. Until you are full. Yung pagkinatok mo yung chan mo, parehong tunog ng ulo mo. You will eat plenty. You will have plenty to eat until you are full and you will praise the name of the Lord your God. How many of you really praise God after eating your noche buena and your, uh, and the media noche? You know, how many of you really praise God? God, thank you. Praise God. Al sarap nung hamon, nung lechon. Lord, salam. I bind the spirit of cholesterol. Praise the name of the Lord your God who has worked wonders for you. Never again will my people be shamed. Then you will know that I am in Israel as well as in the Philippines. The God of Israel is the God, the same God of the Philippines. That I am the Lord your God and that there is no other. Never again will my people be ashamed. And I love this. And afterwards, I mean you afterward. Kito hindi natatapos kung papanong kinuyog ng balang ang Israel, ngayon kinukuyog sila ng pagpapala. Ha? And afterward, I will pour out my spirit on all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your old men will dream dreams. Just like Pastor Chico, he loves dreaming. But me, I just see vision. Yeah. Because young men will see visions. Even in my servants, both men and women, I will 
pour out my spirit in those days. Wow. That is worth praising God for. Come on. Come on, give him praise. Give him praise. Yes, there's a problem. And God gave us a plea. But this time, he stated his promise. And his promise is restoration. How many of you wanted to be restored? 2014. 2014. And let me just end with this. Restoration only follows after repentance. We hope you were inspired by that message. If you want to know more about how to live a victorious life in Christ, send us a message in our website at www.victoryalabang.org or in our Facebook page at facebook.com slash victoryalabang. Be blessed and stay connected.